lose your ball game. Nick Marshall stands in, steps up, going to throw down field, just a home run ball, and uh, it is tipped up. And Lewis going to the Lewis is going to score! Lewis is going to score! Lewis is going to score! It's time for another edition of AU Audio. Shane, KT. KT, what's up, man? This is Shane. Oh, it's great. I can't believe I'm on AU Audio. I can't believe it. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, you can hear me okay, right? This is my first time doing a, using this feature. so. Uh... Oh, that's an honor for sure. Uh, yeah, you're good. Uh, do you want to do an intro? I'll let you, uh, I'll let you go. It's your show. So. Absolutely, man. i uh, got to give you a proper introduction. We have on AU Audio the host of Anchor Nation, so Kevin <laughs> and uh, also fellow Auburn fan. So uh, we're going to talk some Auburn football today. And uh, I want to get started. I think I want to start with just talk about the season. How do you feel about the season so far? I know that yeah. the reason I ask because I, I see a lot of comments and stuff from Auburn fans. And for some reason, a lot of Auburn fans still aren't happy. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But how do you feel about the season? And we had a good season so far. I think really, obviously, the LSU one was a stinger. But other than that game, Clemson, we, we were we were expecting to lose. I mean, we we knew Clemson. I just felt like they had a better team, just and we were kind of developing the offense, and we played what a weak team in week one. So I felt like we had a good stretch where we won four or five. I think it was four in a row, and then we kind of fell off the map with the LSU game. Everyone looked at that as bad, but we beat Arkansas handily, and we crushed uh, Texas A&M last week. So I think we're back. Now this is the, the stretch right here, though. This is it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it really is a, a critical point in the season now. But, I I mean, it's, you know, it's November 10th. We're ranked number 10. We've lost two games. But both That's of those, crazy. Both those games were very, very close, and especially the LSU game. I mean, that was really – I hate to say it was a fluke, but it was a fluke. I mean, you know, it would, we had a bunch of defensive players hurt in the second half, and, and – it was just a very weird game. I don't. I think if we played them, you know, nine more times this season, we would win nine more times. So, uh, you know, we could easily be a one-loss team and ranked in the top three or four. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the crazy part. I think they've even said we're the only two-loss team that can make the top four because of our strength of schedule coming up. It's impressive. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's crazy too. The fact that still control your own destiny at this point in the season is uh, is a, is a very good thing. So I'm you know I'm okay with how the season's going. I think it's good. But like you said, these these next two games, SEC games, are this uh, is it <laughs> important, very important. And that's uh, the crazy part. We might have to win four times against these guys, Georgia and the SEC, if we get to that point, and then another Alabama in the playoff. That that'd be amazing, crazy. That'd be <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God. You are right. I mean, our, we would have to beat uh, Georgia this week and then Alabama in the Iron Bowl. Oh, my God. Georgia again in the SEC Championship. And then, uh, undoubtedly, unless Alabama loses this week to Mississippi State, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah, no. To play Alabama again in the playoffs. So, that would be insane. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how that would how I would even process that. Um, hey, your state's going to go wild, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what, if, if we happen to beat Georgia, it's it's going to be crazy in this state anyway, because it's just going to be a huge matchup in the Iron Bowl. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this week's game. Uh, this is uh, Auburn, other than Alabama, this is our, our second biggest rival. Absolutely, yeah. And these games over the last, 
Well, in, in my lifetime, these have been some crazy games, these Auburn-Georgia games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the miracle of the Jordan hair. That was <laughs> right. Right. That's where I was going first. The miracle in Jordan hair. I, I remember uh, watching that game when it happened, and I was just like, "Well, we, we lost this game." You know, I'm sitting fourth there and eighteen. And fourth and eighteen, Nick Marshall in the pass, and 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 when Ricardo Lewis caught that and ran it, I think I might have blacked out. I mean, it was just <laughs> thing. Uh, I was just going so crazy when that happened. Uh, uh, other than that, that was the game. Uh, a long time ago where an Auburn player was, I don't know if you've seen this, it was before you were born, obviously, but uh, where the Auburn player scored a touchdown, I believe it was Robert Baker, and was uh, the dog, like, attacked him or, or bit him. Oh, I see highlights of that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was crazy. So these have been some crazy games, but it's always, almost always close in this rivalry. Uh, so I, I think this game's going to be uh, very close. Um but, uh, we need that defense to step up this weekend. I mean, last weekend they were good, but it wasn't as good as I thought they would be. We averaged, well, I think, like 18, 20 points a game on day. I think it kind of increased. But I think if we can have the, the front line steps up, and, and Nick, Nick, Nick Chubb's going to be the key. Like, we got to gotta limit him. Right. And we really, I think we have an advantage on defense because we're playing at home this week. That helps, yeah. That's huge. And crowd noise and all that stuff. And, and you got to remember, Georgia does have a true freshman quarterback. Yeah, it's it's amazing how they they've basically they've won the table with that true freshman Nick Chubb. It's been and a couple other you know wideouts, but they've been they've been on the ball right now. I think the key for us also is special teams. We got a lot of help last week on special teams. I think we could definitely use like a a good punt return or a good kickoff to set us up well for Jared Stidham. And the, and the yeah, that that's a great point because really. In the loss against LSU, special teams kind of let us down with the, I believe they had a punt return for a Yeah. And uh, so that's a great point. Special teams could swing this game. And uh, we've been uh, had some good plays on special teams and had some bad ones on special teams. So that, that's a great point. Uh, special teams could be very key in this game. I think also, uh, you know, Georgia's defense is, has really propelled them to their undefeated oh, yeah. so far. They, they have a great defense. Um, but so do we. So I kind of give us the, the edge in that area because we're playing at home just because of that. Yeah, I, I'm thankful that we got the next couple of games at home, too. Like obviously, mm-hmm. I, I think it's ULM next week. I understand they're, you know, they're okay, but they're not going right. to. Well, yeah, so then we got the big game. Let's, let's just focus on this week, but that'd be crazy, like I said, if we somehow no, get to that point. <laughs> it's definitely great that we have both of these games at home. Uh, and that that alone, I think, gives us a chance. Uh, you know, it's not nobody's saying it's going to be easy, but it gives us a chance to uh, to possibly pull this thing out. So we'll see. Um, it is it's going to be crazy. Uh, what is your prediction for how you think this game's going to go? We got to dominate the first quarter. I think it's going to be a low scoring game because of the defense. I mean, it could be a high scoring game. I'm going to say somewhere in the ballpark of like a 21-20 win. It's going to be somewhere around that one point differential. I, I really don't think this game is going to get over 50 points. If it does, it would be because of special teams or Georgia really has a good scheme for us on D and we, we have Stidham and we can definitely control the clock. I think our, our we got to get on Johnson more in the swing pass game. He's yes. done some incredible things with that over the past couple of weeks, and uh, maybe maybe use um, maybe use some use some trick plays. I think we could definitely use some trick plays. I saw that with uh, you know the wildcat formation, definitely spice it up. I like what they were doing last week in some plays, 
Yeah. And just try to try to get the short yardage. The short yardage is going to be key. If we can control the short yardage and, and you know control the clock and time possession, I say we can squeak out twenty-one twenty victory. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. You, you carry on Johnson in that wildcat in, in like a short yardage situation, like a third and two or something. It's almost unstoppable lately. I mean, he, he just takes that ball and just oh yeah, first down. I mean, that's been very good for us to have that in short yardage. Uh, because that's an area where we really struggled earlier in the season. So, and we were still finding ourselves. Really, I think. I think really with Stidham's improvement slowly progressing as a quarterback, and he's fitting into the Malzahn system. It, it's it's almost like now you can see the difference from back then, week two in Clemson. He, he he couldn't go anywhere. He had no no help. And now now that we're getting a little healthier, we're getting a little bit more structured. I see I see good things ahead. Hopefully, tomorrow's game's a, a good statement too. Yeah. You're right, and and something I saw a lot last week that I've been wanting to see more of is uh, Stidham running the ball himself, you know, keeping yeah. the ball on the option instead of handing it off. And he was able to rush. I think he had like 37 or 38 yards rushing last week. Yeah, that's incredible for us. You know, you, you wouldn't think of Stidham as a runner, but he's got some wheels. I see him. Yeah, he can, and, and that helps. That helps the running back because they're obviously everybody's going to key on carry on or, um, you know, whatever running back is in at the time. So if he can if he can keep that defense honest and keep it every now and then, that would be that would be huge, I think. And another thing we got to look at is Georgia does have a true freshman quarterback. So if they if, if they do make a mistake on offense, let's say we get the INT, which we could potentially get one. We, we average about yeah. I think like about one. So if we can get one INT and an extra possession, that, that could be the difference. And I, I really think this is our chance right here to make a move because. And uh, we went. If we'd say if we do win this game, then that sets up really well for the Iron Bowl. Now, now not only do we have the home momentum too, but Bama's got to play Mississippi State, and then the, I, I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll win whatever their, their games are week eleven. And then it, it could really potentially be every single game is a playoff game basically the rest of the season. There's no, there's no more giving. There's no more gimmies. It's 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 go or go home. And I think that gives us a chip on it. We get we got no pressure. It's a chip on our shoulder. This could be it, you know? Right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just – it's going to be a, a crazy finish to the season. And I think uh, – it's crazy that Auburn is – I don't know about favorite in this game. I saw a thing earlier in the week where – I see a pick but I don't know. They said Vegas oddmakers were giving uh, Auburn like a 52% chance to win the game. That's crazy. So, yeah, in a close game like, like this, like we're all expecting this to be very close, those two things, special teams and turnovers, you know. Those, oh, yeah. One or two key turnovers, uh, that's going to benefit us if we get those and I, and I think, you know, help us to win the game. So those are the things we'll have to uh, to watch. And fourth down, you know, maybe, maybe we got to take a chance on a fourth down. We obviously got, you know, we got a good kicker. We do have a good kicker. I mean, I know he got blocked last week, but – I'm pretty sure he's made 50 in practice. He's he's done 50 in a game. Yeah. So we we have we have the, we have the team. We just have to execute. And I think this will be a good week for sure. You're right. Well, I am I'm very excited about this game, and uh, I, you know I think I'm gonna wrap it up right there. I know this is uh, we've been going a little over 10 minutes. It's all good, yeah. So I'm gonna let you get back to your day. And thank you for coming on the, the AU Audio. We'll do this again maybe before the Iron Bowl if, if you're okay with that. Yeah, maybe we can do some live in-game commentary. Let's see if that we 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, typically, when I watch the game, though, I, I go to my brother's house and uh, like I have a bunch of kids and he has a bunch of kids and it's oh. really loud over there. But uh, I don't know if we would be able to hear each other. But that, if if we have a chance to do that, that'd be cool. Maybe a halftime or something. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that'd be cool because then, especially if we get to the point where we're we're at a winning state, like we can get to like one game and it's Bama versus us. I would I would totally do it. I think we had we had a Bama fan comment last night. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone that's new or new to me at least. Is it Dreams on Wine? I think it yeah. was. Dreams yeah. Oh, we got we got we got Jace Dreams on Wine. All right. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun. Uh, oh boy. Iron Bowl <laughs> on anchor. Oh yeah. The, the lines are drawn now. <laughs> yeah. Once we get to that day, oh man. But I'll let you guys do an outro. And we'll pull on here. Recruit some more Auburn fans on here on anchor. Yeah, Auburn Nation. <laughs> oh man. All right, KT, thank you for coming on, man. I'm going to get back to uh, the work here and uh, get ready for this weekend. Yeah, man, good luck on the camping trip, too. I heard you're going. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, take care. I'll talk to you later. Yep, you too, Shane. Thanks for the time. Bye-bye. Okay, I want to thank uh, Kevin Touch again, KT, for joining uh, AU Audio this morning, very early this morning, and... Uh, kind of working with my crazy schedule. I have to kind of record when people are asleep or when people are not here. So sometimes it can be hard to do the record together things, but he was just very flexible with when he would record and we were able to get it done. So, man, I'm looking forward to doing some more of that. That was fun. Um, Just to kind of close out this episode of AU Audio, what I'm seeing from... Auburn fans, I don't know if this is a majority of Auburn fans or just the loudest ones that you see on social media. A lot of people still wanting a change, wanting a coaching change, wanting uh, uh, Gus Malzahn to be fired and replaced and and this kind of stuff. And, you know, we still have games left in the season, and I said I really wouldn't comment on this till the end of the season. But looking at how the season's gone so far, I don't think that's uh, – I don't think that would be a good idea. I, I really think that uh, when it's November 10th and you still control your own destiny and you're in the top 10 in the country, there's a lot of Division I programs that would kill for that. And, um, you know, I, I think we've got to take a step back and, and say, you know, it is what it is. I know we had the collapse against LSU. That sucked. But you know what? It happens. And... We had the loss against Clemson early in the season, which, I mean, I don't even I, – I think that's a completely different game if we played that again, you know, just from where we are now, from where we are were then. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of the, the coach firing stuff is still just way, way premature. Um, now, that being said, I've been an Auburn fan all my life, and I've seen the administration make some really dumb decisions – and right now, there's a lot of turmoil going on with the athletic director. Oh, actually, Jay Jacobs is, is stepping down as athletic director. So we're going to be getting a new athletic director. And, and there is a good chance, you know, athletic director may come in and they may want to bring in their own football coach. Um, I would hate to see that happen. I, I think Auburn is in a really good spot right now, especially if you look at the future and where we could be at in the next year next year the year after that just just I think we have a really good foundation right now um, 
So I think it would be a shame, honestly, if they got rid of the coaching staff and went in a different direction. I think it would be a shame and a mistake. So now that being said, if we get blown out these next couple of games and and just destroyed by Georgia and Alabama, I might be back here on anchor saying, fire the coach. But uh, I guess I reserve that right as a college football fan, right? Um, but no, uh, for now, let me be the voice of reason and say that uh, I think we need to keep this stability. We need to keep this train rolling as long as we can. And if we can do that, I think the future is bright for Auburn football. All right, can't wait for the game this weekend. I will be back from camping, trust me. I will be in front of the TV when this game kicks off. So uh, I'll be watching and uh, hope you'll be watching too. Even if you're not a fan of Auburn or Georgia, if you're just a, a nominal sports fan, this is going to be a great game no matter what. So get in front of a TV, 3.30 CBS, 3.30 Eastern Time, and uh, it's going to be a good one. Okay, take care. That's going to do it for AU Audio. Thank you for listening, and as always, War Eagle. One more thing that I wanted to talk about today, so we're going to just call this a bonus segment for AU Audio. And that is the athletic director. Uh, I mentioned that Jay Jacobs is stepping down, so we're going to have an open position for athletic director. One name that's floating around, and I think he he himself even floated it around, is Tommy Tupperville, former Auburn football coach Tommy Tupperville. Um, now, let me just give my personal opinion on that. I have always been a fan of Coach Tupperville. I think he did, did, did a great job during his time at Auburn. And uh, I've always respected him as a coach and as a man. And I just feel like uh, that would be probably a pretty good fit. He's he's kind of a no-nonsense kind of guy. He's very uh, savvy. He's even talked about <laughs> running for office uh, here in Alabama. I think he might have mentioned running for governor or something like that. I don't know. Some kind of political office. Um, but that's it's just kind of guy is. He's uh, really smart and really savvy with that kind of stuff. So, um I don't know. I think it'd be a good uh, a good fit. So, um, as far as the athletic director goes, Tupperville's got my vote. Okay, double bonus for AU Audio today. A double bonus segment, and this one is kind of just some funny uh, some funny facts about that clip I played earlier. The the play where uh, it's called the prayer at Jordan Hare where uh, just a Hail Mary and it bounces up in the air and Ricardo Lewis caught it and ran in for a touchdown just the last second miracle play but funny thing about that is <laughs> I was just watching it and the guy who it bounced off of that was a Georgia player there was actually two Georgia players back there and ran up under the ball and one guy it hit him right in the chest and the other guy kind of reached in and, and knocked it away from the Georgia defender intercepting the ball. Uh, anyway, the guy who should have intercepted the ball if the other Georgia player hadn't in, hadn't interfered was Trey Matthews. And <laughs> Trey Matthews now plays for Auburn. He's a safety for Auburn. Uh, but he played for Georgia uh, back then before transferring. So uh, that's kind of crazy. Just kind of a, a crazy fact about that. Something else that jumped out at me that was that was funny about that game and that that moment was that right after it happened, uh, old old Vern Lundquist says, 
oh no um, giving away his, his uh, true love for the University of Georgia um, I'm not sad that Vern Lundquist is not announcing anymore um, and then Gary Danielson says uh, Gary Danielson says play of the year <laughs> and that's that's funny and ironic because it was just what like a week or two later you had the kick six and the iron bowl which uh, was actually the play of the year so uh, have some uh, some strange stuff when you go back and you watch the watch the play and kind of listen to the commentary because uh, just a lot of uh, ironies there anyway that's your double bonus segment for AU audio